All right. So, uh, Erev Tov, everybody. We're about to start the 20th chapter in the Rambam of Morinavuchim. And the subject matter is going to be the word rum and nisa, as in kale rum venisa. Okay, now. Not the drink rum. Yes, not the drink rum. Again, we've been talking. We're starting the ninth, we said the 19th to 25th chapter is describing how Hashem approaches man. And uh, we, said, we said the idea of yesterday of memale, Hashem can fill the person, which we means to say will be a reflection of the perfection of Hashem, as we said. Okay, when a person is malay, it means he's filled with the, to show how great HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. So the next point uh, that we're going to discuss that even though it seems that Hashem is going to get close to him, and here's the good English words we can use. From yesterday, it means that Hashem is imminent. But from this chapter, we're going to think that still in all, he is higher, so to speak. And that's what we're going to bring out in today's class. That's the idea as we discuss these two terms. So now, let me just open up the book over here. And uh, let us start. Rum. Rum. Rum literally means high. Like something is high up in the air. Okay. Hushem mishtatev. That is a homonym. Le'inyan in two ways. Either romamus hamakom, meaning loftiness, in space, like a spatial type of high. And the other aspect is the Indian Romamus Hamila, where we're talking about exalted stature or a station in society. Klomar means a Hagadula, greatness, covered honor, Vyakar, and grandeur. Okay, so let's. Uh, Let's look at examples of the first concept over here. So Amar, it's a Pasuk says, Fatorum, rum is the key there, Hateva Mealoritz. The Teva was positioned high, was elevated from the earth. Okay, that's like a verb of it. Really, it more would be a description of place, but it's a verb. So it was put in a high place, it was moved from the ground. The water lifted it up. So that's rum, it's high. That's the first idea, that someone is elevated from one place to another. For Omar, and also it says, Harimosi Bahur Me'am. I have placed um, the chosen one high from my people. That's David Hamelech, so to speak. Okay, no, oh, so, so that was, I'm sorry, that was Anirisha. Now, what we're talking about now, I have uh, made, placed you high, the chosen one, or Yana Sher Harimosi Mitocha Afor, the Navi is talking about Yehu, the son of Yeruvim, where Hashem says, I lifted you up from the dirt, or about Yeruvim himself, Yaan Asher Harimosicha Mitocha Am. Or though yet that I have raised you above the people, these last three examples, 
That's the second aspect. In other words, you gave the person a better, a better uh, position. So you didn't, you didn't pick, give him honor. You didn't pick him up. He didn't move, right? But it's it's more stature, an elevated stature. That's the second. Okay. Now. Clearly, whenever we're going to use the word rum for Hashem, it should be from the second example of, for example, Ruma al Hashemaim Elokim. Hashem should be heightened over the heavens. In other words, what it means to say is people should acknowledge your elevated status of Hashem. Means Hashem has an elevated status. That's what it means. It's not that he's high in a high place, but he has an elevated status. Okay, that explains that idea. That is rum. Now, what he's going to do, which is a little unusual, he's now going to take rum and do another one that comes with it. And that's Nisa. Hashem is called Melech, Kale, Rum, Venisa. So, the question, you know, so we're going to have to understand what's the difference between rum and Nisa, which we'll have to get to. Rum is not going to clearly say the differences. We'll have to look at some of them before she, that will explain it. It's going to sound a lot the same. We'll have to see. V'chein nosa, which would be like to lift up to a high place. Yeah, be'inyan romamus makom. It could be talking about a place. Again, you're lifting something from one place to another. You're lifting it up as opposed to it being high. It's being lifted up. And Or it can mean the second is being raised up to a higher level and dignity in stature. As, and now we have examples. The first example is when the brothers had to go from Egypt, and they loaded up their camels with grain. It says, They lifted up their grain on their donkeys. Clearly, that's the first one. So on the simple level, you could say that something is rum, it's high, it's in an elevated position, or something was lifted up to be in a higher position, or even, or to sometimes carry. Nosso, Parshas Nosso is to carry. So what does that mean? You're keeping the thing in a lifted up place. So you can lift it up, or you can keep it lifted as you're moving it along. But itself is not on its own, so to speak. That's the first act. There's a lot of examples. We're talking about lifting and transporting. It's still lifting or transporting in terms of a spatial understanding. But the second way, in terms of stature, it says, And his kingdom was exalted. Or, Hashem will lift and elevate them. Or the best one you'll know, where Korach said to Moshe, he says, tisnasu. Why do you elevate yourself over the people? Why do you make them bigger than the people? The 
when every time we have this second one, when you talk about regarding Hashem, this is from the last aspect. For example, where we say about Hashem, you, the judge of the world, may you be exalted. Or, so says, Rum the high and exalted one. All of these are, now look, he goes and gives three ways of describing this, this second aspect when it applies to Hashem. Kulam Lashan, they're all a Lashan of Kedulas Madrega, which would mean in English a high level, Ma'ala, virtue, Veromamus, and uh, loftiness. loftiness, but low Ilyanus Makum, but not in terms of space. So one of the Mephorshim, this Rav Tolidano, he says, he says there's, uh, what we're talking about is that Hashem is high, where so to speak, there's a gap, so to speak, between Hashem and everything else in the world. And you can have three different gaps. You can have a quantitative gap, a qualitative gap, or you can have uh, a, a, a gap between that which is relative and absolute. So, for example, you can have a gap of um, 15 grams of gold to 18 grams of gold. So one is greater than the other. You could have gold is greater than silver. That's qualitative. And then you could have something that is relatively something, whatever it is, versus absolutely something. Big difference to that. You know, you know, relative to all the Amaratsim in the world, you're a smart guy. But you're not absolutely well, smart. No, I, didn't, I didn't say anybody. I, didn't, I just said you. I, I didn't point to anybody. Relative to all the secular Jews in the world, we're Tamida Chachamim. Okay? Now, are you absolutely a That's different. We have to use different criteria. We have to use different criteria. So there's a gap. So these three, so Gedulas Madrega, that's more of a... Uh, quantity level, so to speak. Mala is quality, and Romamus is the difference between relative and absolute. Okay, so either way, now, so let's see what I want to do next. Uh, yeah? Like, I don't think the word Elyon, we haven't seen that word. Elyon, like, don't, doesn't Avi Malak refer to God as the most high when you talk in Avraham? Stuff. Okay, so we'd have to know we what that means. We don't see that showing up here. Well, we're not finished. We just started. We're only on the second chapter. Only on the twentieth chapter. It was like oh. seventy chapters. Yeah, it's in this section, though. Of the, the well, there's a lot that seemed to be. Uh, you know, we did Hamakom. We did Hamakom. We did Hamakom. Okay, listen. There's there's a lo- there's a long way to go over here. Right, and, and, and some are repetitive. So well, you, you see that a lot in the Torah. We t- we said Olav and going up and down. We explain we explained yeah, that. that yeah, but it was Olim Viordim. Still, this idea of going up and going down. We, 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 yeah, but it's still. I, I think we had it. Uh, we had Amida. We had standing. We had Kima. We had a lot that were very. But we did, we did your rod and Allah, 
We did Allah go up. We did go up. So that's so, so, so that was there. So now the question is, what is the difference between rum and nisa? That's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, what's interesting? Rum and nisa. So if you can, I don't want this. Go to the paper that's behind. Click on this. Yeah, okay. Now, if you, this is the Malbim. Go in the gray box towards the bottom. Second last line. Ayin Lamala. Okay, after the base, you'd base the red. Hahevdel ben Rum ben What's this in Rum and Nisa? Okay. Upot Ratzaloyme Rum ba'atzmo. Hashem is essentially high. That's being high. And what that means is, you know, it, it's uh, important and special and exalted. Upot Ratzaloyme Rum ba'atzmo. Venisa al yedei briosav. Through his creatures. We have to explain what that means. Exalted through his creatures. Shigam That they even appreciate that Hashem is beyond what we think are physical things that are beyond. In other words, things that we would say are very um, special, very uh, lofty, um, in, in exalted, but Hashem is beyond all exaltations, so to speak. That's coming from others. Just like the simple meaning, rum is high, Nisa is lifting up. So we have to understand, so what does this mean exactly, lifting up? So the idea is not so much for Hashem's sake, but for our sake. In other words, as man tries to comprehend Hashem, Hashem is, by definition, rum. He is exalted and, and beyond, like unbelievable. Not in a physical way, but exalted over everything. Now, Nisa is he has been made exalted by us. Now, not that we have any idea who he is, but we know he's way beyond us. That's that's the main idea. So it, it's where one is defining the, the, the spiritual station of the, the entity is lofty and then others can elevate that and recognize it. Not that we will make him existentially lofty, but in man's eyes he'll be perceived as lofty. That's the point. So let's say a simple example and that's why we call Hashem the Kale Rum V'Nisah. Rum V'Nisah means Hashem is Hi, he's into uh, spiritually everything. He's exalted beyond, very special, and Nisa, and he's a god that can be made high from our perception. A simple example: you're walking out a beautiful, dazzling, sunny day. Say, oh, another sunny day. Oh, no, this is this is Mamish Hashem's work. Wow, this just shows that Hashem is so exalted, right? He is exalted if we say it or not. But things that happen that make us appreciate his exaltedness, even though we don't even know what we're talking about. Like only God could make 
only you know yesterday two people mentioned it to me on Shabbos. My wife was walking with me, and a guy in shul. Went to, we're walking to shul about four o'clock. So I I just look straight ahead. My wife she looks at the clouds. She looks, she's like likes looking at nature. And she says, "Wow, yes, you look. Those clouds they look like marshmallows." Marshmallows. If you looked on Shabbos, there was like this. this the whole, I I say that's a great day. You know, it's a great day. She said they all looked like puffed marshmallows over there. And another guy in Shul told me, Did you see the sky? It looked like puffed marshmallows. Okay, the sky. It's puffed marshmallows. I ain't gonna argue with you. But but that's that is Nisa. That's exalting Hashem. People are recognizing his exalting this. That doesn't mean Hashem is puffed marshmallows. No, but, but Hashem is who could create this if not Hashem? Wow, he's high. He's he's a high God. We're we're exalting him. That's the that's when we say it's Kel Rum Venisa. Rum is who he is. Nisa is what yeah. we attribute to him, but that isn't we you know we it's the words we use. That's all, and not more than that. Now this is that. Now now he comes to something. The okay, we can take this out, and now we go back to here. The next uh, section, uh, I think that should be no Vulaiikshe. Where is Vulaiikshe? Here, right here. Now, Rambam, this next thing, he could have asked this anywhere. And we'll have to discuss why does he ask it here. Now, is God one or not? Oh, he, he, is God one? Yes. How many adjectives have we given to him by the 20th chapter? <laughs> many, many, many. Maybe 20? 25? So now you might be considering the following question. You might be asking a question. So here, we're talking about two words, rum and nisa. So we're talking about a, a, a madrega, all right, a level, umala veromamus, of great worth. So I already got a couple ways of discussing rum and nisa and this. The somar, and you may ask, how do you have so many different concepts that are describing a one God? How can you have all these words? You might ask that. So what will be explained later on, Hashem as considered by the people with good intellect, you really can't have a lot of descriptions all these many descriptions is what all these different words of his power and his greatness and his ability and his perfection and his good and all and all these they're all referring to one being what he is is he is but not anything beyond him so they know it's only one it's only one God so what's all these descriptions over here so he's gonna say he got this question right now we're just giving you chapters telling what the words mean but all I want to discuss to you now is what Rum and Nisah mean. It's not God. And ain't in Yonah, it's not talking about space. 
But later on in the Sefer, I will tell you why there's all these different descriptions. It's not for a topic now. It's not for a topic now. So that's what he's saying. We'll get later on. I'll explain it all to you. It's man's different perceptions of this and that. How can you have so many ways of describing one God? Good question. We'll deal with it later. So, but the question is so, so why is God talking about it now? Like you're going to talk about it the first chapter or whatever. Well, so one, one simple answer is because here he's using two different words to describe Hashem right away. Rum and Nisa. That's one answer, but it's not that great because we've already had others where we've had uh, sometimes three words, if you recall. So, uh, you know, so that's not such a great answer. But if we will go now to the click on Isaiah 6-1 with a barbanel. Thank you. So let's first look at Isaiah 6-1. It says, Bishnas Mos HaMelech It was the year that Uzi died. And then Yeshaya says, and I saw Hashem, Yoshev, Al Kisei Rum Venisa. He's sitting on the, the, the throne that's Rum Venisa. Oh, so what's going on over here? So now we go to the right, and it's the Abarbanel. Okay, maybe give it to me now, because I know what I'm looking for. Not that you're not good at flicking it, Romeo, but you don't know what I'm doing. I spent 10 minutes trying to find the exact spot. And I thought I had it. Give me a second. Oh, come on. Uh, no, okay, anyway. I'm not going to waste your time. Okay, the main idea he says is since they said the idea of Kisei, and Kisei could really have a lot of understanding of physicality, and even though we've already discussed what Kisei really means, but Kisei is a really very physical term. So now it's using Rum and Nisa to Bedavka show it's not physical. And Rum and Nisa in ways of understanding that beyond description of that type of perfection. So that's why since Rum and Nisa together are used to show that Hashem's not physical, so he picks these two that Bedavka are being shown that he's not physical and uh, therefore to say, but don't be confused if two things are describing one God, it's still one God and he's not to be understood in a physical realm for that. Okay. Um... Alrighty, that's all for tonight. Any questions, comments? So when we say that Ram Nisa and all these words are descriptors, they're not names of other descriptors, and we have Hashem, Hashem, Kel, Rachim, Vachan, are those all names of God? That's all going to have to be discussed. Those are Midos. It's a Midos, and again, how it's we... Different. It's different. It's how they affect us. The real, he's not getting into the heavy duty stuff now. He's just saying, I know, this is preliminaries. The preliminaries. You imagine what the heavy duty is, right? He's just saying, don't think that these are, these are uh, Gashmiistic descriptions of Akadish Baruch. Uh, it's, it's all just, to, these are ways of understanding, you know, how we relate to Hashem, but it's still just one Hashem.
and the relate to why we have that we have to wait for later on in the book. Okay, but but again, the idea being, as much as we're going to try to get close to Hashem, remember, it got the eminent and the transcendental. And this is all telling he's transcendental. He didn't want to get close to Hashem, he's imminent, but he's still transcendental. And that you have to hold on to both of those. Okay, Yashar